I'm Dustin. I'm Sylvia. I'm Bob. This is Movies, Movies Against Time. Please! This is for talking! For the fugitive! You ruined Schindler's List! All Jackie Chan movies! Boogie Night! And Big Mama's House! And what is our movie for the week, Bob? Popeye. Robin Williams. Is this a mutiny? <laughs> it's a mutiny. <laughs> mutiny. <laughs> Disgustipated. I'm supposed to say this is Movies Against Time, and this week was Bob's pick, and we've ruined that now. You've mutinied it. That's okay. <laughs> you broke skin the past turn. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This is a movie, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really did it to us this time. <laughs> It wasn't bad. Come on. It was a fun movie. I had fun. I'm sure they had fun making it. Probably, yeah. Oh, look. There's subtitles. How'd you do that? I never figured out how to get them. Because I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, so uh, just beginning thoughts. Watch this with subtitles. Yeah. You yeah. have to. Yeah, for sure. I didn't. He actually had to re-record all his lines. Yeah. They found that out <laughs> after... Yep. So they otherwise, pretty much all his lines in the movie would have been him mumbling. <laughs> yeah. Plus, he didn't really have the voice down yet, too. They said. Yeah. It didn't sound right, and, and most of what he said was incomprehensible. Yeah. Comprehensible. Incomprehensible. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's his act. Uh, that's who he's supposed to be acting as. Somebody that you don't understand most of the time. So it works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with this one. I. I'd never seen it. No. Ever. I watched the cartoons. Yeah, I think pretty much everybody has. Yeah, of course. <laughs> maybe not actually now. maybe not nowadays, yeah. Yeah. No, it has been censored because of his pipe. Oh, he's a smoker? Uh, yes. So they have taken Popeye off because they don't want him to influence they ever children. Show him smoke out of the pipe? No. Well, he's usually pushing down um He's usually blowing bubbles spinach. and, and <laughs> yeah. spinach through the pipe. <laughs> Using it to breathe through. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that is a problem though. There's a lot of six, seven year olds you see running around with corn cob pipes, and it's all because of Popeye. Yeah. I guess. Hmm. So this is the first time Disney had co produced a movie with another film studio. Yeah. It was a paramount picture. Originally they were in a bidding war for the Rights to Annie, right? Mm-hmm. They wanted to make the musical, and they lost. So they went through looking what it, you know. What do we have? What can we make? And they found Popeye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robin Williams wasn't the first choice either. Nope. You know who was? Was it Dustin Hoffman? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Gilda Radner for Olive Oil from Saturday Night Live. Yep. I don't think she would have been a good Olive Oil. No, no. Shelley Duvall was the perfect, yeah was perfect, the perfect choice for, this, for sure. <laughs> It also is the first Disney movie that a curse is heard on it. You know, yeah. I wrote it down in my notes because I, I, it caught me su- by surprise when I heard it. I'm like, that's not what he just said. But yeah, when, <laughs> yeah. when Popeye jumps off the ship at the end, he's like, oh, shit. Yep, he said it yeah. there and he said it one other time when he was fighting in a different scene. I didn't hear that one. One, one of the scenes when he was fighting Bluto. Really? Yeah. Supposedly, what I, what I read was the one when he jumped off the ship and said it, they... they Cut it out. They were supposed to. It was there when I heard it. Really? Because I was like, is that what he just said? (laughs) (laughs) Damn, Disney. (laughs) Yeah. 
Originally, of course, it wasn't a Disney, which is a Paramount, but Paramount had given them $13 million to make it, and they went ahead and built a town with $13 yeah. million dollars and ran out of money by the time it was time to start filming. <laughs> Seven months, they built an entire town. There's yeah. no fronts. There's not <clears throat> fake. It's right. all working buildings. and They turned, like, they turned it into a tourist attraction. That's good, but that's what afterthought. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Definitely not how you use the money, but you got to look no. at who's directing it. It's Robert Altman. Yeah. What was it like? Two or three maybe structures that they actually went inside of. Yeah, they don't even really but go in a lot. The way of them. I understand it, you can go in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They even even what we don't see, they built they built a compound for they yeah. built a, a, a studio the, for music. The docks where the boats were coming up, all of it, everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's 19 different buildings they. They built all together. Yeah, I had a list of it somewhere here. Let me see if I. They actually have a church and everything. Yeah. So an international construction crew of 165 worked seven months to construct the set. Tree trunk logs were driven across the European continent from the Netherlands. Wood shingles were imported all the way from Canada. Haven consisted of 19 buildings, including a hotel, a schoolhouse, a store, a post office, a church, and a tavern. That seems. Like a waste of money. (laughs) I mean, it looks great. I love the scenery. This is such a weird movie. (laughs) It's like the first time I'm watching it with Sylvia, I'm like, hey, where's the plot? What's (laughs) hey, what's going on? Where's the plot? But watching it the second time, I realized there's something special and great in this bad movie. Yeah. (laughs) You have to watch the whole screen. Right. Don't pay attention to just Popeye or Olive Oil. Yeah, there's always something going on in the background of this. Every extra, almost every extra is a a European circus performer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So everyone's doing work. Yeah. I love the the physical comedy. Yeah. The effects, some of the stuff they do looks amazing even for the time. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of people online crack on his forearms. They're like, oh, yeah, jaundice. They look bad. I didn't think the forearms looked bad at all at any point. They had to redo them twice, I think, because yeah. he wanted them perfect. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they had an original crew. Even, uh, even uh, Roger Ebert said the forearms look phenomenal. They look realistic. Yeah, I I must not be seeing <laughs> what all these critics are seeing. Yeah. I mean, it's not realistic that real people don't have that. Yeah, oh yeah, I yeah. mean that of course, but but it's going with the cartoon, <clears throat> yeah. which it's supposed to look that way, and it does. They did a fantastic job on that. Yeah, it looked great. I don't know what people are talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, it looked great at all points for me. I don't like his hair. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Robin Williams' blonde hair at all. It bothers me. I think it's the fact that Popeye's supposed to be bald. Also, I feel like Popeye's bald. Yeah, yeah Popeye well, was I don't bald, think... and he kind of just had like a little curly cue thing like on top tuft. of his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think Robin Williams wanted to go bald. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he didn't want to shave his head, so. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was the clincher for him. He wants some hair to die you back. Know I don't understand it because Popeye has a pretty bulbous head. <laughs> and putting on a skin cap on top of Robin Williams' hair probably would have looked pretty much like the character. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever, though. I'm not considering... That so you, was my biggest complaint. Was this You've movie. seen the cartoons, but you didn't see the movie. You right. remember in the cartoons, Olive Oil being so annoying? Yes. Really? I had to tell it to Sylvia, because she was like... <laughs> I don't remember that. This is... She, Shelley Duvall is Olive Oil in this movie. Yeah. I believe she's Olive Oil. I just... I know, but I'm saying, if you watch the cartoons back, that's her. Like she's annoying. She's making those the, sounds. The naggy part and all that. <gasps> Can't stand straight. Dizzy. <laughs> no, all that for sure. But I don't remember her being so naggy and bossy. Yeah. Yeah. 
a lot of the ones I saw started with her yelling at Popeye about something. <laughs> and then Bluto shows up and she starts flirting with him because he's strong. And it becomes <laughs> like a who's stronger contest in yeah. the cartoon. So I think <laughs> I saw the newer ones. Yeah, you Maybe. started showing me the ones you watched and they were all in color. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, they were way newer. And I then, don't think the cartoons I watched had color. And then the ones I think I did watch in black and white, I like the ones where it was more just him and Bluto arguing back and forth. Like they had one where. They both have restaurants, and they're trying to get Wimpy to go into a restaurant. It has nothing to do with Olive <laughs> oh, Oil. Oh, I do. I remember seeing that one. That one sounds familiar, too. They both had bur- like burger, yeah, burger, burger places. Yeah. Burger joints on wheels. <laughs> Which Wimpy would keep either one of them. Probably keep them both in business. Yeah. No, I don't think he would. I <laughs> well, he think won't pay. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I'll He'll gladly play, play you Tuesday for a hamburger today. <laughs> Does he say it in this? Yes. A okay. All, yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah. They hired Harry Nilsson. To do the the score and write the songs and lyrics. Yeah. Oh God. And he was like a he was like a pop star from the early seventies, I think. Yeah. And at this point, was just known as a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like they they all were telling him not to hire him. He's just yeah. A couple of the songs the are kind of iffy on the lyrics for sure. Of course oh, they are. Horrible. Yeah. I'm mean. I'm mean because I'm so mean. <laughs> Large. <laughs> I think. The only song I didn't have a problem with was I'm Large. It, it's because... Or it, he, He's Large, the one she, yes, she was singing? Yeah, He's Large is because where they're at, she I guess that's all her sisters are surrounding her. And it's kind of like she's <clears> trying <throat> to come up with a reason to marry or why, he like, why she likes him. And that seems like it's appropriate not to actually have a song in mind. <laughs> yeah, I got a kick out of that. And plus, she's just kind of <clears throat> buying time to uh-huh. run away. Yeah. As she's sneaking things under her pillow, front into her she's bag. She's arguing and... with them why she should marry him while packing so she can run away. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite lines in any of the songs, it is the I'm mean song. I like yeah. that one a lot, too. That's my absolute favorite. That one was just kind of fun for me just because he was destroying everything while he was singing. Yeah, <laughs> but it's... The lyrics themselves. I like were the baritone off, but... <laughs> in his face, in his voice too, though. I don't know that that's his voice. Am I he, he was not pretty be? Deep. That one I felt like was definitely <clears throat> someone else singing. But I did like the voice, no matter who did it. That one was like <laughs> only one that actually felt like it was a singer. But it's the I'm so mean. I had a dream. I fought myself. <laughs> yeah, that I was broke great. my hand, broke my nose. Choke myself until I died, then broke the choke. I'm like, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was probably the funnest song, <laughs> I think. And we're back. Hey. we Listeners probably won't know by the way I edit, but this is going to be the second attempt at recording this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Third. I don't know what you're talking about. Second. Yeah, that's true. Third time. Yeah. Uh. As I say, it's a charm, so. Yep. Apparently, I have to do the updates on the computer when they say to do them. <laughs> I just took a quick bathroom break. Had to do a number do Serino. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. The downstairs bathroom. Oh, God. Your bathroom. Because <gasps> Aries is upstairs. Okay. So I run in there, shut the door. Accidentally shut the cat in with me, Ivy. <laughs> that must have been hell for you. I didn't she doesn't leave it. you over. No, well. that's fine. It's whatever. I was going to let her do thing, my thing, her thing. Everything's fine. 
But she kept looking behind the cat litter pan for some reason, like really adamantly staring behind the cat litter pan. And so I grabbed the broom. You got a broom there. I'm just sitting on the toilet doing my thing. <laughs> and I'm tr- I take the dustpan off the broom because I want to use it as a shield. Because I don't know what she's looking at, <laughs> but I want her to get it. So I grab the broom and the dustpan. Sitting on the toilet, I'm pulling the cat litter tray away from the wall. As I do, a mouse comes flying at me. And she oh, has no. no quickness to her. <laughs> she didn't get there at all. It, it hit my foot. I moved my foot. I'm like slapping the dustpan, making it go towards her, and it like jukes around her, goes around the cat litter pan twice, hides under the carpet, <laughs> and the cat's completely lost. Comes out the carpet, runs out the door, oh, under the door. Don't worry, pumpkin will get it. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> that was harrowing. It probably helped you go. Yeah, finished up pretty quick there. <laughs> Next time you leave the pan alone, <laughs> yeah, no. you just let her deal with that. Yeah. She'll get to it. <laughs> so we were starting to get into the, the music, the Harry Harry Nilsson soundtrack right. of this musical, because Bob did pick a musical, and that's funny. yeah. I ain't gonna lie, that's what it is. <gasps> Both me and Dustin were upset. We we're like Sweetie Todd should have been the first musical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or 1776. We could have learned something. <laughs> no, Sweetie Todd. It had to be death and gore. Thank you very much. I don't even know if it recorded, but my favorite line was Bluto's song where he had a dream that he beat himself up, broke his hand, <laughs> broke his nose, choked himself out, broke the choke. Yeah, they left some words out in that song here and there. They did. I'm as mean as a... <laughs> yeah. I'm that mean. Watching this, it's like, where's the plot? What is going on? Are they on drugs? And... <laughs> It turns out the whole town's on drugs. The whole town's on drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a, a compound in, in you know the island nation of Malta where they couldn't leave for 160 days. Right. Like a half a year they're here. People marriages ended, people were cheated on, it was just like a sex drug party. <laughs> the the drugs they brought originally they went to, through too quick. So the uh <laughs> the unit coordinator was placed as the guy to get the drugs. Wow. To make movies in the 80s. We need to go back, Bob. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> they had all the good stuff back then. It was a 147-day shoot. I'm sorry. Yeah, David Levy is the unit coordinator. His job was getting drugs for the cast and crew. Like so, his specific job? Like he actually had one, a title? It was an added-on <laughs> yeah. job. His title was unit coordinator. <laughs> So what he would do was he would order the things that they needed for the shoot, like the mannequins, the dummies for the prop, like the, the you know, stunts. Right. Did they get smuggled into them? Like they were chock full of cocaine. Popeye oh, got God. punched down the down that long staircase and he was rolling yep. down. That, little... that dummy probably had yeah. tons of cocaine in it when it came to Malta. Yeah. Great. Bob Evans came out when they when they went over budget. He's the producer. He comes out and he had brought trunks, like trunks full of his clothing stuff for the movie and a fuck ton of drugs. <laughs> and, but when he got there, they didn't show up with him. So he had an issue there. He's missing like hundreds of thousands of dollars of drugs. Wow. I don't know what the number they didn't say. They don't say the number that right, was in his yeah. trunk. So he goes to like the president of Malta. I don't know, maybe <laughs> like the, the head of it. I don't know their version of a president. Right. And asked them to get on like finding it. But he, wait, 
<laughs> All right. He went to the leader of this country. Yes. And asked them to find his drugs. His trunks that went missing. <laughs> I'm sure he maybe said, don't look in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he oh, was, he, he, this This is not none of my concern. This is way below my interest. Well, Robert Evans happened to be very good friends with Henry C- Kissinger. Wow. The, he was the Secretary of State for like the Nixon administration. Yes. Right. And so he told this guy that he had a letter from Henry Kissinger to him. Like a complimentary letter about how good he is at politics, I guess. Wow. And that's how he tricked him to look for it. And so now he needs to find his trunks and he needs a letter from Henry Kissinger. (laughs) So he goes to Henry Kissinger and asks him to write this letter. And he's like, no, because at the time they weren't cool with his politics. It was a country that they weren't in agreement with. But he did it for Robert Evans. Wow. So he wrote this letter. To this leader, basically like complimenting him on how he does things. The the, tr- the trunks show up. They get the drugs. He, he gets his drugs. And that lasts about a week. <laughs> Great. And that's when they needed more. And that's when the Levy got put in How it. big a pair do you have to have to go through all that to get your, your trunks full of drugs? <laughs> Something else, man. Holy cow. So this was just like a sucks drug island. <laughs> a sucks sex drug island people were just going nuts movies against time no way endorses the use of drugs no but if you're gonna do drugs do it with sex <laughs> on an island <laughs> yeah well <laughs> I don't know I feel like there was already a movie made about that yeah there's there's a lot of current news about that too yeah. oh god <laughs> I don't know <laughs> rough situation Later on, I just think it's funny. Their, their big concern with hiring Harry Nilsson was he was going to be drunk too much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was something I read too. Yeah. yeah. Later on, Robert Evans, the producer, he, he had to go back to the States. He was having an issue with Urban Cowboy, another movie he was making at the time. Yeah. So he was gone for 10, for 10 days, and his brother gets a, caught trying to buy... $19,000 worth of cocaine from a Jesus. federal officer by accident. Like, got tricked. And wow. it was for him, his brother, Bob Evans, and a friend. Three guys. So now he's indicted <laughs> on drug charges during the making of Popeye the Sailor Man. Wow. Oh, my. So if you watch the movie and you feel like, God, were they on drugs? Yes. <laughs> they yeah. all were. Enough drugs oh to make you build a city before you start shooting the movie and go through <laughs> your entire movie budget. Oh, God. That's insane. They didn't even use all those buildings. No. That's what's so confusing. That drives me nuts. I was trying to sit there thinking about how many buildings we actually saw. And most of the time, even when they do build a building that's going to be seen from the outside, when they show the inside, it's not even that building. Right. That that's usually just like a facade on the front, and they, the inside's in a studio somewhere. Yeah. I never ma- understood that. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to build something, build it. <laughs> the uh, I think three of the buildings they used for the inside shots, and then the other seventeen buildings were just holding the drugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just they a were storage, storage rooms for drugs for pallets upon pallets of drugs. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. and there are 165 crews they needed to build this this yeah. town. That is crazy. But I like the title card in the beginning, the Popeye, big letters, and the lightning flashes. I and the love flash. that. I wish there was more of that. Yeah, more of that, less drugs. <laughs> I love the tax man. 
Oh God, I did yeah. not like him. <laughs> That's There's too much of him. Well, he was meant to really not be liked. Yeah, you're not supposed to like him. <laughs> That's what makes this movie, though. It's not. I liked his little tricycle he was riding around on. Them. Yeah, power tricycle. That thing, that tricycle. thing had, a, had an engine on it. You yeah. could hear it puttering away. <laughs> he wasn't pedaling. Uh, Shelley Duvall and, and Robin Williams, they're not the movie. It's, no. it's everything going on around him. Yeah, it's the, yeah. the guy kicking his hat we, we see three times. <laughs> the Some of the dialogue. Even the chef in the, in the diner, when those, those they had that scene where he got in the fight with those guys. The, the you see the cook? The cook was a show in himself. Was he? Yeah. I mean, he was flipping stuff, throwing eggs up in the air, cutting them with a spatula, all kinds of That's shit. That's what I'm saying. Watch the whole screen. <laughs> yeah. There was always something going on in the background. Yeah. All the back. There's no extras so much as there's circus performers. Yep. <laughs> I love the cashier had the protective birdcage that came down around her. <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny that for a Popeye movie that actually has the word Popeye in it, often didn't want Popeye in it. Like, he didn't want to make a movie about Popeye. He wanted to make a movie about other characters in the cartoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could tell. There was, a yeah. miss, there was a missing character. There was some kind of weird, like, trans-dimensional creature Popeye used to hang out with. I forget what they called him. Uh, Jeep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eugene the Jeep? Yeah. He's like an alien. I, like, vaguely remember him from the cartoons, but I remember him being there a lot. <clears throat> yeah, he kind of acts like the little alien from the Flintstones. Yeah, yeah. Some, yeah same same, same idea. Yeah. Which I forget that one's name, too. They said they they made Sweet Pea be like the stand-in for that. They replaced yeah. him with Sweet Pea. They said they were trying to like incorporate a little bit of that into Sweet Pea. Yeah, but Sweet Pea is from the cartoons. Yeah, that's another yeah. thing. They say this is all from the comics and not so much the cartoons. Man, I was catching so many things from the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, which of course probably the cartoon has stuff from the comics, but like it, well, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> Sweet Pea's literally in the cartoon in the exact same uniform. Yeah, everyone's dressed exactly the same as they are in the cartoon. Yep. I think more of the story is from the comics than actually yeah, maybe, from the cartoon. From the cartoon, I always remembered Olive Oil and Popeye were always... Actually, that's not true. The earlier ones, the black and white ones, he was trying to get Olive Oil. Yeah. She was like a prize. But later on, in the later ones, years later, they, they were. I think they were already a couple and Bluto was kind of always just trying to steal her from them. Yeah. I never remember her going for Bluto. I know you said you did, but I never remember her actually caring about him or thinking about his muscles. I re- always remember she was always screaming, Popeye, save me. I remember... Ones were like they're both showing up with flowers and candy. And I remember to yeah. that too, dates. but she never was really interested in him. Yeah. yeah, that's something I was getting ready to say. Not only is it the things going on in the background, like the stuff you're watching, but pay attention to the dialogue going on in the background. That's not important. It's very <laughs> yeah. sarcastic because it's very weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch the one depressed dude talking during the engagement party? No. What was that? It's like it's it's olive oil's engagement party. Bluto's there, and everybody's like live and cheerful and talking. Music's playing, and you just hear some guy, and he's louder than all the rest. But you could tell he's supposed to just be added. But it's just he's way louder, and he's like, "Man, everybody's so happy. I'm this is probably the saddest day in my life. I'm so sad." This yeah, is- I'm. You're reminding me of something from Popeye. I don't remember all of it but it's something about like before Popeye or Bluto, olive oil was engaged to somebody else. Yeah, she was. Really? Yeah. I think that's who that character is supposed to be. Oh, because I don't see anybody talking. Yeah, I they don't hear him. I think it's her brother's best friend. 
the probably the saddest day of my entire life. Like, yeah, Jesus, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then before we even get in the engagement party, the the camera kind of cuts past a couple walking up to the door, and the guy's like, "Remember, tonight's my turn to be the tall one." <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Wow. <laughs> I love that stuff. <laughs> Just the little skits that happen. Like when he is coming into town and he wants to buy the carrots. Yeah. That whole back and forth. That couldn't have been in the script. That's just, <laughs> don't forget to let the cat out. We don't have a cat. <laughs> Stupid stuff being said in the background that has no. Oh, that's what I was getting ready to say. Uh, Jules Pfeiffer, the writer, knew when Robert Altman was the director that almost none of his words are going to hit the screen. Because Altman has a kind of a reputation for not directing his actors and and being super cool with just letting it be improv (laughs) and like just work with it see what you want to say i see that could probably work well with robin williams but i don't know about well that was the issue (laughs) it started to become more of a stand-up routine than a movie really and so eventually jules went and confronted him one night and was like this isn't even what are we doing here yeah and he they had a big argument he was getting ready to leave the next day and Altman comes back sobered up and is like, you're the only one that ever stood up to me. We'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll rain Rob him in like they basically, okay, we'll, yeah. we'll try to get back to the script. <laughs> so Lord knows what it was turning into. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might've been good. Who knows? Yeah. I, I don't know. Co- cocaine fueled Robin Williams <laughs> on his own Island. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? It could have been good. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Robin Williams is pretty good. He's, he's very good. Spontaneous. Yeah comedian <laughs> i love him in this he is popeye yeah he's got it <laughs> no doubt he's got because popeye has like three different levels to how he talks he's played three characters in his career that were already previously established characters it was popeye there was aladdin and the move then the movie hook right i hated hook but this is the only one where he was like Mostly true to the original character, right? The other ones he kind of embellished a bit with his own his own form of comedy, but yeah. And Hook, he's supposed to be Peter Pan, right? Yeah, yeah. I hated that one. I like. I mean, <laughs> I hated it. I liked it. I don't like Peter Pan though. I don't either. I think that's yeah. why I liked Hook because it's not. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. kind of not. Plus, Rufio. he wasn't not enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> he needed to go more him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I have to see it again. I don't know. I've only seen Hook once, and it was kind of an awkward situation where I was watching it. I missed a lot of scenes and stuff. Isn't that Dustin Hoffman playing Captain yeah. Hook in that one? Yep. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> he He's, like, looking for rooms for rent. Everybody's slamming the doors. Yep. Flipping the signs around. No rooms available. No vacancy. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's just bugging out because he's there. And people, when he's at Olive Oil's home, one of them comes in and is trying to tell... Alvo's mother, there's a stranger in town, and he has to like slowly back out because he almost did it in front of him. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was funny. He gets to the oils, and it says on the mailbox, the oils. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. She's about a court low. Every business in town's got a sign outside that says no credit, especially you wimpy. Yeah. (laughs) The, The mom has a weird line when she's like, asked him if he's the piano tuner or something. And he's like, you got a room for rank? Got a room for rank? 
She's like, oh, well, come in before you catch your death of mud. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? What does that mean? They <laughs> pick on his way of talking, yet everybody has some weird, peculiar thing about the way they talk. Yeah. <laughs> It's like this is some dystopian future where the where like the radiation has kind of ruined everybody's <laughs> brain a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> that explained the forearms. <laughs> Just disgustipated. <laughs> Every time he had a conflict, Bluto was in the background somewhere. Just kind of halfway staring at, looking at him, but he was watching but ignoring him at the same time. Yeah. We get a lot of Bluto kind of side eyeing from a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> And his breathing. Oh. <laughs> he just likes to keep an eye on everyone. He doesn't actually like getting involved unless he has to. Yeah. yeah, did he have a neck? No. I don't think he no. had a neck. He didn't have a neck at all, right? <laughs> it was just shoulders and then jaw. Yeah, that's just his, <laughs> his grunt chamber. His his ship's his ship was called the Vile Body. <laughs> all those sunken boats that were in that little harbor area were all fully working ships. That they actually sunk there intentionally. Nice. It, it looks great. <laughs> yeah, it did. That's so. That's what's weird about this movie is it's arguably a bad movie, but not like it's yeah. great, but hard to follow. It, it, <laughs> it's something that came out in the wrong time period. It it just it was bad timing back then. There wasn't a lot of cartoon movies. The only other one, the other one came out the same year, and it was Flash Gordon. Yeah, which that one bombed in the theaters too. Yeah, but it ended up becoming a cult classic like this one. This one had a weird reputation. Like, it didn't fail. Yeah. It was a $13 million budget. It got bumped to $20 million because Disney got involved. Which is because they needed more drugs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because Mickey had to bring the drugs. Um, but it made $60 million worldwide. Yeah. So it more it's than bad. doubled its... Yeah, the two companies so- that came together, I forget which one. One of them had the rights to it in the U.S. Paramount. And the other company had the rights to it overseas. Disney. But it's so, so which weird. one really made out? <laughs> I don't know. I think Europe took off about 15 to 20 minutes of it. So they got rid of most of the storyline on his Pappy. They edited a lot out, yeah. Of Pappy? Yeah, like there's the last minute. So it made no sense. Everything's <laughs> going on with the front of the movie to the end of the movie because they took that much out. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. I would like to use his proper name. Show respect. His name is Poop Deck Pappy. Yeah. The first time I saw this, for some reason, I thought that was George Carlin. Yeah, I I thought it was George Carlin. And then for a little bit, I was like, is that Burgess Meredith? (laughs) (laughs) For years and years, I always thought it was George Carlin. And then I watched it again, and I realized it's it's the same guy that played uh, the Martian in My Favorite Martian. Yes. He's great, though. Yeah, yeah, he did a good job. I liked it. Again, I don't understand <laughs> why people complain about the prosthetics. I mean, they look great. They yeah. look great on him. Robin Williams yeah, was it. saying that the first draft they had, they had gotten from another company, like an American company, sent them. And when they got them, they looked like like the dishwashing gloves, <laughs> flesh-colored, and they would like bend and fold in on themselves. Oh, and it looked like garbage. Yeah. And they got an Italian couple that ran their own business to show up, and this little old lady would like sit in there poking the holes into it and making it look so professional. Yeah. Like it saved it. Yeah, they inserted each little hair for the hairy yeah. forearm. <laughs> it looks amazing. It ended up being like a rubber prosthetic that was inflatable. Whenever I really tried to look at the arms to see what they were saying on the internet about how bad they are, you all I really see, see I see like muscle structure under it. Like, <laughs> I'm know. like, I get more impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed the hair. I noticed the muscle structure. I'm like, yeah. This is I don't great. know. These are people trying to nitpick stuff apart and they can't find any real good reasons. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, there's stuff to nitpick. I, I think the music is bad. I think the, Yeah, it's not the lyrics. I mean, the music itself is fine. The lyrics to the music were horrible. <laughs> everything's in like a minor key. You notice yeah. that? Everything has like a weird tone to it. Yeah. It's very down. That's what I was going to yeah. say. I think when I think of musicals, I think of more upbeat and there's none things, of that. and there's nothing like that. Yeah. Even with darker musicals or depressing ones, the music's more flowing where you want to get up and kind of dance with it, and you don't want to do that with this. And of course, it hurts that they didn't, like you said, they didn't record the music and then act out the scene. Yeah. They tried to sing it on set. Yeah. They already were having issues with the sound. <clears throat> yeah. it. They The songs felt lazy, but... Not in a creative way. Just felt lazy. Yeah. Like, of course, you know, Olive's song's going to be lazy. That's the point of the song. Yeah. But all of them I didn't mind hers. That like, that was the only one I didn't mind was hers. I mean, Popeye's was okay in the betting, you know, the, the horse yeah. race area. The, be- the best song in the whole movie, like, the best complete song from beginning to end in the whole movie, lyrics and all, was the original Popeye song he sang at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the most well put together one. Because there's already done the work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, when he didn't want to eat the spinach, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> In the I cartoons, was so upset. he didn't want to eat the spinach either. Huh? In the original cartoons, he didn't want to eat really? the spinach. Yeah, the early ones, yeah. I love Robin Williams hitting all those points of Popeye. Because Popeye has like that yeah, yep, kind yep. of moment, and he does that. Yeah, he nailed Popeye. Yeah, sure. he gets that little grumbling, just... Talking to himself under yeah. his breath. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the outright, Olive! Like, the loud, when he gets happy. All of that he's got. Yeah. Yeah, he for sure nailed Popeye. And Shelly. Shelly is olive oil. I, yeah. I mean, like, if, you could pl- if we could play some of the audio from the original cartoon... She's nailed it. <laughs> she did an interview, too, about that. She said uh, when she was in school, kids used to pick on her and call her olive oil. I could see it. <laughs> she had a statement that kind of bugged me about the movie. Yeah. Yeah. During an interview with Roger Ebert in 1980, she said uh, she loved playing olive oil, not just because she enjoyed working on the film, but because Olive is such a strong character. I've never before been allowed to play a woman of strength. Of depth. And although Olive Oil is a cartoon character, I think she does have depth. All of the other characters I've played in movies, to me, they never really broke the surface. But Olive Oil is 101% woman. She's not Popeye's girlfriend. I see her as a real femme fatale. Wow. What the fuck are you talking about, Shelly? She she watched the same cartoon? You are not. (laughs) Did you see what you did? Femme fatale? Popeye, save me. Yeah. Help. She can't even stand normal. Rattlesnake. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Trying to walk in a straight line. She's falling and and Yeah. Yeah, strong as F. Which way are you going? I don't know. That way, this way, that uh this wait, that way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, I was kind of annoyed by Olive Oil's character more than I ever was in any of the cartoons. (laughs) It was too much with it. Yeah. It's weird to see a real woman do it. Like yeah, in the cartoon, sure. you're like, I mean, even, oh, that's olive oil. She's annoying. But when you see a lady do it, it's like, oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't, I don't know. You, we know who olive oil is. So it's not yeah. like they're making a decision to make her this weak woman. It's right. That's who she is in the cartoons. I was getting ready to say, as much as I'm crapping all over this, it's 41 year old movie. Yeah. And I don't think anyone gets offended. 
No, I know. They offend no one. Yep. Popeye's like, I'm a mutter. <laughs> I mean. Maybe I should have let her be the mother, the father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just no, no stereotypical gender roles. That's the thing he's ever been in where he referred to himself as a mother. Really? He Mork and Mindy. There was a one episode where he had it. There was a child. Was there an egg or something? Yeah, oh, he, he, okay. he was the he was the mother. Jonathan Winters was was the baby who aged backwards. <laughs> I mean, I've seen more. We've all seen Mork and Mindy, I'm sure. But how weird was the first Happy Days episode he was in? Oh, I know. He made the bonds freeze. <laughs> yeah, he froze the bonds. <laughs> nanu nanu. <laughs> Hated Mork and Mindy. I could not watch it. That was great. That one. That that. Is what spawned that whole TV show. Yeah. Just this one quirky episode on Happy Days. So weird. <laughs> I love the, the fight. The, this is the way he's he's trying to talk to Wimpy because he gave Wimpy his burger, which no one else would do. Yeah. And Wimpy just sits there eating it, happy, not even listening. Yeah. And he's yeah, like, I just needed someone to talk to. <laughs> Doesn't even wait till he finishes his story, gets up, walks away. Yeah. <laughs> Those five jerks all laughing at him. Picking mm-hmm. on his pappy. Yeah. I've also got a sense of humiliation. <laughs> he just straight up John Wicks these guys. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They didn't have a chance. The fighting is all cartoon fighting. Oh, absolutely. 100%. He twists his wrists. Yeah. <laughs> winds up his punch. <laughs> then he's doing the speed bag into one guy's face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of having to like push people over because they don't know they've been knocked out. Type of deal. <laughs> yeah. Seen better forearms on a baboon. In Olive Oil's song, she has a line about him being an accordion she has to squeeze every night to keep him warm. <laughs> I don't remember that part. Yeah, it's during That's the large weird. song. Bluto has his... Uh, I, I mean, we're skipping around because this one's a weird one. But yeah, yeah. Bluto's waiting for her at the party and he's doing the she loves me, she loves me not with the flower. <laughs> yeah. How weird. That's like a 12-minute scene. I know. <laughs> Yeah, it was ridiculous. Could have maybe even cut down. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it really needed to be a two-hour movie, but yeah, yeah, could have got away easy with a hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> probably would have saved them some money too for their drugs. The whole room is like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they wanted to leave. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> they filmed extra scenes just to hang out longer. <laughs> There was apparently a lot of conversations between Robin Williams and Altman and the, and the writer. Like, so how does this end? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you'll find out they improvise the whole ending. Because <laughs> really, I mean, they set up a little bit in the beginning. He finds that pipe, and he's like, why is my pipe here? Which is like a little bit of a setup for his dad being the Commodore. Right. And, oh, spoiler alert. Crap, my bad. Oh, dang. Is is it really justified for spoiler alert for a 41-year-old movie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's the time frame where it's not a spoiler anymore? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he puts that one dude. He gets like the last pedal and it's going to be She Loves Me Not. Right. And he gets all pissed off and they gets distracted. And the one guy's like, he, he's like, where was I? She loves me not. <laughs> he like tricks him. She loves me. Yeah. I win. <laughs> one tall dude got squashed. Yeah. He squashed that dude. He. <laughs> His rampage through that house, he turns a couch into a chair. <laughs> yeah. Like he squeezes this couch into a little chair, then picks it up, right? And everybody moves away from the window. And then, poosh, out comes a barrel. <laughs> a barrel goes flying out the window. I'm like, where's the chair? Yeah. I don't think that whole scene was thought through very much. She she gets out, bumps into Popeye, 
they have that little which way are you going. She's always yelling at Popeye about something. Yeah. They're walking back to the party with, oh, they find Sweet Pea. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of, they forgot about everything. Now it's just, let's go raise this kid. Right. She, was, she was trying to run away from the wedding and they, she took a suitcase and a basket with her. Yeah. And they switched out the basket for one that had the baby in it. Who? Why? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's a note to the one-eyed sailor. This is your baby now. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, okay. In my ba- now, if you don't smile at Robin Williams working with that baby, yeah. it starts to cry and he's like doing a little improv with the baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could tell he was he was just yeah. going with the scene. If that don't make you smile, check your pulse. Yeah. You, you've <laughs> <Yeah>. died. <laughs> yeah, he was good. Yeah, but yeah, they just bring it back to the party. But that didn't make sense to get into me either. I mean, a lot of this stuff in this movie not yeah. don't make sense. But when when they swapped the basket out with for the one with the baby, and she she like immediately recognized it wasn't hers. Uh huh. Somebody intentionally painted that basket to look like my basket. Yeah, there's a lot. To How did that. they know she was going to be running away? <laughs> it just happened. It's so weird. <laughs> I don't know. Who wouldn't run away from Bluto? I yeah. I don't know. She stuck around long enough to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was just because her parents have taxes that keep getting thrown out <laughs> yeah, of it. She's getting something out of it. Oh, no. She denied it. She told Papa, no, that doesn't happen. Yeah, she definitely <laughs> doesn't believe in any of that. They're walking back to the party, and the one couple is like, I, I, I thoroughly engaged your enjoyment party. <laughs> yeah. Again, just some crazy line that's in there because Bluto literally sees red. Yeah, I know. They get to the door. <laughs> Everything turned red except their flesh. Yeah. Which was pretty good. I kind of like that. Even the music <laughs> kind of gets a little the shining y yeah. when that happens. Well, I mean, you ask someone to marry you. She says yes. Then she ends up running away. And then when you do find her, she shows up at the door standing there with another guy and a baby. Yeah, some sailor and their baby. So I don't know. <laughs> I can see him kind of getting a little upset there. So Bluto beats the hell out of Popeye. <laughs> yeah. Punches him into a cartwheel. Yeah. <laughs> Spins him down through the dock, through his ship. <laughs> now the tables have turned. Now it's, they're getting taxed for everything, the family. Right. They're losing everything. They owe like $12,000 in taxes all of a sudden. Yeah. The mom yells at the dad, stop reading. And she pulls the newspaper down. He's just crying. <laughs> the tax man's like, Going off everything they owe, and then he's like, "And one sunflower for embarrassing a tax man." And takes their sunflower. But where where was the point where they started realizing that Sweepy was kind of psychic, or I don't know, psychic? But you could tell it was the, at you could the tell dining the future. room table. Yeah, when they were talking, but and I didn't get it. Wimpy was kind of overhearing and watching the conversation, but I forget exactly how that conversation went. It was like a <laughs> nothing question. It was like, "Is Popeye gonna?" Oh, it was or something. Oh, it was when they were talking about after the fight in the ring. Oh, after the boxing ring. Okay, all when right. Popeye asked, "When did you know that I was going to be okay?" And she said, "When I asked Sweet Pea, and he kept saying things, and all then she right. was showing them." Okay, I must have missed that too, because it seemed like it was like a nothing thing. Like they were like, "Are we going to have a good day today, Sweet Pea?" And he was like, "Yeah." And then all of a sudden, Wimpy was like, "That baby's magic." <laughs> I was yeah. like, "What?" She was oh she was asking the baby is Popeye gonna get maimed? Mm-hmm. And the baby just didn't respond. <laughs> is he gonna get killed? And the baby didn't respond. Is he gonna survive? <laughs> Yo, the baby responded. He's gonna survive. Is is he gonna win? <laughs> oh, I didn't. Anyone? Any <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. 
I liked when she's she's all talking sweet to the baby, and he's like, hey, none of that baby talk around my <laughs> yeah. son. Come here, my creepy. <laughs> yeah, he immediately, immediately does it. Does it. <laughs> yeah. Sweet Pea's the worst name I ever heard for a baby. What do you want me to call him? Baby oil? <laughs> God, olive oil, baby oil. Yeah. Castor oil. Yeah. Now, the boxing match with Oxheart, that's weird, yeah. too, because like they just roll into town on this boat, this boxer and his mom. Right. But the night before, they're at the engagement party. Yep. <laughs> you caught that, right? Yeah. 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 I think that was a mistake. I think they had it out of order. Yeah. When Pluto starts showed... getting all mad, the mom tell like kind of rushes him out. I think there should have been a scene where they rolled into town, then there should have been the engagement party, and then right. they should have gone to the fight. Because it's, it's weird. I, I even had the, the thought when I saw him at first. I'm like, that's a big dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even he was running out of that building when uh-huh. Pluto went nuts. <laughs> Wimpy takes Sweet Pea to the betting tracks. Mm-hmm. Or, as Pop, I would say, the house of ill repukes. <laughs> I love Caster's beat-up makeup. Because he's yeah. the one that originally goes into the boxing match. He gets right. stomped. But then the rest of the movie, he's got like this seven-inch bump sticking off his forehead. <laughs> yeah. Cartoony knot on his head. Yeah. He's at that. It's it's straight up like a bordello. Right? Yeah. In this much. Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's there. He's like, man, mom would kill me if she saw me in a place like this. <laughs> yeah, there's mom. <laughs> I like that he came up behind her. Was like, I've been following you. <laughs> yeah, I was right behind you the whole time. They find Wimpy and Sweet Pea. Olive Oil finds out how much he won, and all of a sudden, now the family's like, well, maybe we should <laughs> yeah. keep betting. Popeye gets all annoyed. Yep, has his "I am what I am" song. That was pretty good. I even liked his little dance on the way out. He grabs the baby and like I got nervous because he like throws the baby up in the sky <laughs> right next to that. It's like a doorway, but like Popeye's on the inside of the doorway and he picks the baby up and just misses the door frame to the <laughs> yeah. outside of the doorway. And he kind of does his little dance and walks away. Oh, then you see some guy go flying. <laughs> he comes back in, dances again, and leaves. I like that. I liked Williams' little dance out. Yeah. This was kind of like a tricky movie. It people weren't into these kind of movies back then when it came out. They weren't popular. And then but even if they waited years later, I I think they would have got to a certain point where nobody really rec- like Popeye would, itself wasn't as popular as it was back then. Right. So I don't know. I don't know if there really is a good time frame this could have been released. Yeah. <laughs> Are they thinking about another Popeye movie? An animated one has been in the works since 2016, and wow. there's test animation footage on YouTube you can find. It's like a short really, with Popeye and olive oil on a ship, and they get kind of attacked by attackers, and it looks good. Yeah. Look, but they're gonna, it looks kind of like a like they're making a Pixar Popeye. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. So I saw something, but I didn't <clears throat> see a lot of it on it. Yeah. But they've been working on it since 2016, and yeah, still no movie. quite a while. <laughs> Popeye decides he has to move out of the oil's house because they... Used him for yeah. lottery, mm-hmm. basically. Moves to a wharf or like a dock. It just looked like he moved to the docks. Yeah. Tax man shows up again. Moving out. That's a $4 moving out tax. <laughs> moving in here. That's a $5 moving in tax. And then Bluetooth comes and steals poor Sweet Pea. Well, then well, Popeye pushes the tax man down. Like, just kind of pushes him away. Right. He goes flying down that slide. The town goes nuts. Yeah, into the now water. Now Popeye's the hero. Yeah. 
Because up until this point, everyone hates Popeye. <clears throat> right. Even at the engagement party. I sure am happy to be here. And everybody just gets quiet and stares at him. <laughs> yeah. But in the whole cheering crowd, Wimpy steals. Oh, Wh- yeah. Well. Wimpy's the one that steals the baby. Because after they leave the betting track, Bluto calls Wimpy up. to, I guess to get the information on what's up with the baby. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Bluto was watching what was going on at the track from above. Yeah. The, the horse track with all the fake horses racing. <laughs> the toy horses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is where we get to see the first time the Commodore. Yep. Hmm. Weirdly enough, he had giant forearms, too. Yeah. No resemblance. <laughs> the pipe in one eye. You get the squinty eye. What squinty eye? Oh, I guess you can't see it. It's the same pipe. You can't inherit a pipe. Yeah. <laughs> I liked his song about hate. Yeah. It's crazy. We talked a little bit about Robert Robert Altman, the director, but he was a uh, World War II bomber pilot. Really? Yeah. And he just bullshitted his way into Hollywood. <laughs> he, he showed up in That's Hollywood. Way to do it. <laughs> and he asked if he can somehow found himself in like a studio and was asking if he could do this. He sold, I think. He sold a screenplay and asked if he could direct it. And they said no. Then he asked, if he could just be there when they make the movie. And they said no. <laughs> so he went back to, you know, middle America, just whatever. And there was like a an industrial studio. They were doing like commercials for companies and like educational films. and Just lied. He's just like, yeah, I have this huge history in Hollywood. <laughs> and started making these movies like, I don't know, like after school specials and educational stuff. Just lied yeah. his way in. And that's kind of how he did his whole career. (laughs) (laughs) Made it work, I guess. Yeah. This movie. Really, he didn't bounce back from this one until 92. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Which this really wasn't a bad movie. It just... Yeah, the studios hid the fact that it made money, though. Yeah. Because he he was not a liked person in Hollywood. So they... the, The movie made 60 million. Yeah. So 40 million profit right there. But... The like Harry Nilsson never found out it made money until ten years later. Really? Yeah, wow. they kept it a secret. They pretty much were like this was a bomb. Even though Siskel <laughs> and Ebert gave it two thumbs up. Yeah. A lot of like Gene Shalit, a lot of other critics gave it garbage reviews. Really? Well. Yeah, I heard about Siskel and Ebert. I didn't read about any others. We hear a little bit about the Commodore's treasure chest. This is nothing that's so weird. We're we're towards like I think we got about thirty minutes left a movie in this two hour movie. Yeah. And now we're hearing about a treasure chest that we have to go find. And, and now it's the baby's magic. And now we're going to go yeah. on a chase after Bluto <laughs> to Scab Island. And it's like all in the last 20 minutes, it's like they figured out what the plot was going to be. Yeah. You know? <laughs> there's so much. I mean, they're trying to cram so much into this movie. You know, everything everything about Popeye from the comics, they're trying to cram yeah. into this movie. So, I mean, I, I get why it was so long, but. There's some things they could have left out, I think. <laughs> I think it's the songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels like they're putting him in there to kind of pad it. Or they just knew they wanted to make a musical like Annie, so it had to be right. a musical. But maybe doesn't. Maybe it's just a cool movie that's like a cartoon. Yeah. I mean, you got Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, it didn't. I, yeah, I don't think it necessarily had to be a musical. No. The only real song from the Popeye movies was his own song. Yeah. On Popeye and, and in the Man. cartoons, every time he drinks the spinach, the... The song gets faster. Yeah. Yeah, it picks up. In, in the like movie. Double speed. Yeah, in the movie, it like hits a 
dark note. Yeah. He drinks it and it's like, it's supposed to be, and then in this movie, it's like, what? Yeah. No. It got a little weird. They're chasing after the ship and Popeye and his dad start fighting over command and that stuff's good. Yeah. I like them going back. Oh yeah. Them, them arguing with each other was great. Yeah. By the time we get to Scab Island, they had run out of money. All yeah. the special effects people are gone. Great. There's no more crew for that. So it was like this weird situation where no one's working the octopus anymore. Yeah, it's the, it's the one thing in the movie where you actually need special effects. So. And they ran out. <laughs> they must have filmed it in order. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I don't think they knew what the ending was going to be. Yeah. Originally, their idea was they were going to have a fight between Bluto and Popeye on the ship where they were ripping pieces of the ship off to fight with <laughs> until slowly the ship just goes down. <laughs> they ran out of money. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to like think of something else. Wow. I love that they threw in and it was just a goof. Robin Williams was like, Well just have me walk on water. But they kinda it worked into the thing where they have him do the the corn cob pipe bit where he's breathing out of it and then it's like kind of a kaleidoscope for a submarine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all over the cartoons and they made it work in the movie, which is awesome. Yeah. I was I was curious how they were gonna make the spinach thing work. Because in the cartoon, he's always he gets the muscle that goes boom, boom down the both arms, and all of a sudden he's jacked. Yeah, yeah. Instead, they made his arm ginormous. Yeah, <laughs> come up from out from under the water. <laughs> I think it's just a huge arm they made. And yeah. I don't even think Robin Williams has it on his body. <laughs> yeah, no, that arm is about the size of Bluto when it hit him. Yeah, <laughs> I like the whole time his dad screaming at him. If you just ate your spinach, you would already won. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, what about the dad's treasure chest? I loved it. Yeah. Baby shoes, and yeah. A couple cans of spinach. I <laughs> like spinach. the picture that said "my son." Yeah, because we didn't talk about it, but Popeye's like crying in his hotel room, holding a picture frame. Yeah, the whole time you don't see what the picture is. But it's just yeah. like, oh, I miss you, Pappy. I I love you, Pappy. And then finally they show it, and it's just a mirror with dust on it and the words "Pappy." Scrap. My Pappy. My <laughs> Pappy in finger paint. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he has in his chest. Is my son. Yep. No pictures of each other. No. Just the words <laughs> written in dust. With their little baby boots and rattle and <laughs> cans of spinach in there. I like that the Commodore saves Sweet Pea and that octopus is, man, I don't like the octopus stuff. <laughs> yeah. Of course you don't. It's underwater Yeah, that's stuff. all dark water stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> Probably would have been the best part of the movie if they had help. Pluto shoves olive oil in that like ship vent. Thing, yeah. And that is straight so out of the cartoons. Cartoon. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how many cartoons the she ended up in that The octopus down there tickling one. her feet under the water. Yeah. Don't be fresh. <laughs> fresh like your mouse was the other night. Rude. <laughs> when when uh, the Commodore throws that spinach to Popeye. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, he, he really injured Robin Williams. It hits him square in the head. He had to get stitches. They Cor- stopped corner shooting. of that can split his head open. Yeah. Held what they say? It was held off shooting for like two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> that must have been a hell of a cut. <laughs> I'm betting he was happy he had his blonde hair right then. Could have been a lot worse with a bald head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or better with the skin cap on. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's might, might have just been a bruise. I never liked it when people wore skin caps. You can always tell with you that can. crease. I don't like it. Yeah. So Popeye... Or Bluto shoves the spinach down his mouth. He yep. beats up Bluto. Just beats squeezes up the, the can, pops it open. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the movie. 
Notice it didn't take us long to get through the two-hour movie because there's not a whole lot there. There's not a lot of substance to it. No, but there, but in a way, there is. Yeah, I mean, everything going on. You have to watch. It's more watching than verbal. You can literally watch this movie three or four times and see something you didn't see before each each time. (laughs) Don't go go into it like, oh, a musical. Right, because that's really not what this is about. The, it's a comedy. the musical almost feels sarcastic. Yeah, the musical part. <laughs> it's definitely like a live action cartoon, for sure. The yeah, way the, you have the fight scenes, the way everybody acts. I love <clears throat> some of the stuff. Just looks legitimately great. Like when the boxer yeah. Oxheart when he kicks uh, Caster out of the ring, oh yeah, <laughs> he was <laughs> he just flying flew. through the ropes. <laughs> that looks great, dude. Yeah. I don't see fake there. I watched that with Kyra. Last night, and when that happened, that was the one. That was the one time she really like burst out laughing. <laughs> she says, "Gone." It was like a gasp, and then just laughing. <laughs> yeah. Straight up Smash Brother, just yep. <laughs> so I don't. I mean, favorite scenes. I like Popeye reading the letter. Yeah, just because I like him working with the baby, Robin Williams. I kind of got two. I like the one where he first found Poop Deck Pappy. Yeah. And they were arguing back and forth there. You're my dad. No, I'm not. It takes, there's a that couple was, minutes of the, pap, 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 pap. Yeah. not minutes, but it, it, it's good. It seemed like a, yeah, a few. And then my other favorite scene was the boxing match where they were actually in the boxing ring. And yeah. Popeye popped up and jumped into the ring. Yeah. He, he jumps from the stands and does like an outfit change in the air. In midair. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I liked how stubborn he was that they weren't in there. Your, your dad and, and the Commodore, the same person, and Sweet Pea, and, and Blue Dog. He's like, that's real funny. They're not down there. They are. Where aren't they? <laughs> they're not in there? I'm going to go ch- show you they're not in there. And yeah. he's like going down the stairs. <laughs> I know you're not down there. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe they did film this movie in order because they were talking about the arms, his forearms not being ready in time. And, they, and the opening scene of the movie is when he had that rain jacket on. Yeah. And that was why, they said that's why he had the rain jacket was because the arms weren't ready. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite scene was probably with Pappy going through the treasure box with Sweet Pea oh, yeah. and telling him about everything and yelling at his son at the same time. And then I think my least favorite was when he first gets introduced to Olive Oil and she's following him up the stairs to the room he's running. My least favorite scene was Olive Oil's first song. I hated that song. <laughs> She did it. She did it. Her voice was good and all. I just didn't like that whole scene. <laughs> didn't didn't hit me right. Everything is food. Everything <laughs> is food. Yep. <laughs> but no, it's not though. <laughs> to Wimpy, it is. That's the only thing he cares about is a hamburger today, and I'll pay you on Tuesday. <laughs> I don't like they made Wimpy kind of the bad guy. Like Wimpy's. I mean, he kind of he's the same. He was the same as he was in the cartoons. Didn't want to pay for nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. It's he just that he that stole guy. Sweet yeah. Pea. That's what I didn't like. Yeah, he kidnapped yeah. the baby and brought yeah. him to Bluto. That's not how Wimpy works. In yeah, no. Wimpy doesn't care about that stuff. He just cares about his hamburger. Yeah, he's yeah. usually walking by the monster, just not giving a damn, mm-hmm. <laughs> eating yeah. a hamburger. <laughs> I see, I see. You're jealous because he always has a hamburger. No, I think Bluto yeah. might have, or Wimpy might have kidnapped the baby if Bluto wheeled up a wheelbarrow full of hamburgers to him. Yeah. Said, hey, this is yours. Then at least I'd buy it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's why he did it. <laughs> yeah. 
Didn't he end up with hamburgers when he handed him the baby? Wasn't there a platter? Oh, really? Maybe. I think he handed him a platter of hamburgers. Now, would Macho Man Randy Savage be a better Bluto? Yeah, I don't think so. They have the same beard. If you look at the cartoon Bluto and then look at Macho Man Randy Savage's beard, it's the same beard. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. Neck up, they're about the same. Yeah. (laughs) I don't really have a least favorite. I mean, there's stuff that could be cut. Yeah, my least favorite was two hours. Yeah. <laughs> if it was an hour and a half, it would have been it would have been fine. <laughs> I think it was just too long. It's a lot of the songs. Yeah. They're not good songs. And, and they could they even could have been shorter too. That's an important part of a musical. I mean if you're competing with Annie, Annie has Tomorrow, which is a banger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and you have large. Yeah. <laughs> like to this day people sing Tomorrow, Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. No one's like large. <laughs> Intentionally out of tune. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big misstep with this one. Yep. I'm so interested in the idea that they were on an island for 145 days just <laughs> fueled with drugs and sex and like all the divorces yeah, and kind cheating of and lives ruined on this island. Like I so interested in, I want there to be a making of documentary. Which watching the movie, you don't you couldn't you would never guess that. No. <laughs> like when we first watched through, I'm looking, I'm like, well, the set looks great. <laughs> yeah. It looks really good. I wonder how they where they shot this. And all the all the film that they took, the angles and everything that they did. I mean, it was filmed great. Yeah. The the backgrounds, everything looked great. They didn't It's just I, there's I, no coherency. Yeah. There's no like a a flow that a movie would have. Right. Like you said, there's no real plot that kicks in until the end. Yeah. Well, that makes perfect sense because it's a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. It's not supposed to have a flow. It's supposed to keep children entertained. The cartoons. And children have a three-minute lifespan and everything. I I remember watching Popeye (laughs) as a kid, and it was like a half-hour cartoon, but during that half hour, there was two episodes. (laughs) So, I mean, there were short episodes, you know? (laughs) I don't know. Are we going to... How do we rate this cartoon movie? I don't know. On um, looks and action, I would say it's about an eight. On cho- choreography and stuff like that, with the singing, I'm giving it like a four. I would give the choreography an eight and the singing a four. Well, because <laughs> that's dancing meant, and fighting and stuff. Okay, like, well, that, that's an eight and another yeah. one's a four. That's what I meant. Yeah, the music's not good. We talk about movies against time. Does it hold up against time? This. Like we said earlier, is a forty-one-year-old movie that is offensive to no group of people. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's anything that really dates it. There's no cruel humor in it that would offend anyone. It holds up. Yeah, there's no cars to to judge the time frame. <laughs> no, this could be a dystopian future. It doesn't have <laughs> yeah. to be in the past. Yep, I think it holds up. I think watch it if you haven't, like me, if you've never seen it, you got to at least watch it. Yeah, and really pay attention to the whole scene, not just who's talking. Right. Yeah, look at what's going on in the background. I mean, you might even need to watch it a couple times. Yeah. The first time we sat down and watched this, I was not a fan. Because the whole time, I'm like, what is happening? I I go into this with this like critical mind. And finally, the second time watching it through, I know this is bonkers. And I start enjoying the things happening in the sides of what's Yeah, you can't take it as as a serious thing. I'd go... (sighs) You have to do it two different things because it doesn't work. Yeah. It's not a horrible movie, I but mean, it's not a good movie. Yeah, the plot two. <laughs> Action, choreography, dancing, nine. <laughs> yeah. Song two. 
But all together, I give it an eight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at eight. I, I mean. Yeah, I'm probably at like seven or so. I recommend watching it. Yeah, for de- sure. Definitely. If you have not seen this, even if you don't even With know. With subtitles on. Read subtitles on. Younger people out there that don't even really know who Popeye is. I mean, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> This is basically who Popeye is. <laughs> and if you do know who Popeye is, you'll really enjoy Robin Williams. Before. Yeah. Because he's got he, it. He nailed Popeye for yeah. sure. Well, that's how we felt about the movie. <laughs> you can let us know how you felt on our Instagram, Movies Against, or through our G- our email, moviesagainsttime at gmail.com. Send us some recommendations. Yep. Give us some ideas what you might want us to do next. Do us a favor. If you got time, leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, tell a friend. And until next time, I am what I am, because I am what I am, and what I am. (laughs) So you want I should sit on a baby's? (laughs) 